welcome to that One Man and His TARDIS podcast. Today we are talking about episodes we never like or will never want to see again. And would anyone like to start the ball rolling? Should we introduce ourselves first? No. And in case you're <laughs> wondering who the hell we are, I am Mark. I'm Gemma. I'm Alison. I'm Chris. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Spartacus. <laughs> no, no, I'm Spartacus! Spartacus. So is my wife! <laughs> <laughs> right, so I would like to keep the ball rolling off with a classic story. Underworld. Ooh. I don't think Russell C. Davis tried to praise off in his production notes, but I don't think I could even agree with him. Underworld has no redeeming features whatsoever, apart from a nice spaceship set. Okay, give us and the people listening at home a brief synopsis of Underworld. Because we've never seen it. <laughs> I, I might have blocked it. From, I think I've got a feeling I've seen it, but I've oh, blocked just it. Just the once. You make me time. relive it. Um, right. Oh, it's basically Doctor Who and the Golden Fleece. Uh, the Doctor and, and Leela, I think it was, lands on this spaceship with this bunch of very really boring astronauts who constantly qu- say the quest is the quest. Oh, yes. I and Leela somehow, and they have these ray guns that sort of turn aggressive people not very aggressive. So we right. have the official Doctor Who, what's it called? Home of Words. <laughs> so anyways, I've only seen this story words. once, oh, so I'm trying to remember my vaguely hatred of this. As far as I know, the entire it's the usual thing: slaves and a revolt, and the Doctor leading the revolt against the bad guys, and somehow it's all connected to um, Jason and its golden fleece. So good. I think there's uh, at one point they print out a, a map of the planet, and it's a tree. Oh yes, and the, and the the leader's name's Jackson. Isn't That's it. it yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And it, the trouble thing is, it's all done in front of CSO green screen or yellow screen, whatever they were using. It. And they, you can just tell none of the actors have any confidence in what they're doing. Tom Baker is bored out of his mind, and it is just such a dull and plodded story. That's a good first episode because you're on the ship. Then when you get off the ship, it just turns into this dull fest of belief. Unfortunately, we can't add much to that because no one else here probably remembers much about I can, it. I can <laughs> yeah. remember reading the book. Yeah. <laughs> I remember at the target novelisation. I bet the effects were better in that one. Actually, I do. I do vaguely remember a few bits. I do remember Leela being shot with the love gun. Mm. That was dire because Leela should never look puppyish, doe-eyed, trancified. It was so non-Leela. Do you think? Do you think having heard you talking about the love gun and the pacific and the Valium gun, do you suppose this is where if Eddie Izzard got his idea of the Star Trek, you know, the, the Star Trek phases, stun and kill? We can be more uh, imaginative than that. Stun, kill, left the oven on. Yes. <laughs> Passing <laughs> ice cream van. Bit of a limp. Yeah. He's about the right age for it to, to have been Quite influenced possible. by that episode, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, wasn't. Yes, there was another pad. I, I know it wasn't supposed to be a pun, but I think. Wasn't the ship the P7E? Yes, it was which so. Was the, which was Persephone. Yes. Ah. I must admit, I had the same problem with Horns of Nymon. It was a jolly enough episode, and Romana's fashion sense was as ever impeccable. But it was Nymon Minotaur, Theseus, Seth, and but I can't remember what her name was, but that was another but one then related a lot of, to. A lot of the um, jo- uh, Doctor Who episodes, particularly in the jo- Tom Baker era, were other things in space yes but if you're going to steal something have the decency to file the serial number off please 
See, also do it good. <laughs> if you're talking yeah. about yeah. You things see, in space, Frankenstein in space, the brain of Morbius, brain was, which was done. Which was well. a good episode. Any good any episode. episode featuring the androids of Tara is the prisoner of Zender in space. <laughs> no, actually, it was in a forest. And in a forest, obviously. <laughs> There's nothing in space about that one. I yeah. Uh, We've got lots of other mythological roots in here. Apparently, R1C is supposed to sound like Argosy. Which I, I don't see at no. all. <laughs> um, the race bank is apparently the Golden Fleece. Did we all get that one? Well, mm. yeah, it was. To, I can't remember what the Golden Fleece was, but it was to do about. But that's what the quest was for. Yeah, the quest is the quest. What's yeah. the, I think the actual the quest was the quest was to reach four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson is Jason. Or is Orpheus. Orpheus. Tala is Atlanta. Yeah. That was stretching it a bit. Mm. And Herrick is Heracles. Well, mm. though I think they did do a quite nice rejuvenation scene. Because part of the theory was that the Time Lords had previously met the Minions, which was a play on Minoans, mm. and that they had granted them some form of regeneration technology. Only rather than regeneration as we know it, it was more of a rejuvenation. Because it was this, you started off with this actress with some quite painfully bad old age makeup on yeah and then she, of her she <laughs> died <laughs> and rejuvenated and then looked considerably more like the actress presumably did but the actual um, not animation but the whatever process they used to do the from old to young transformation was actually I think technically well carried out the rest of the episode was great <laughs> so which the first episode, like I said, the first episode, fine after that, yeah. you suddenly realise, okay, episode four, yeah. But it was on. supposed to be something that had gone wrong with this interference with the minions that was where the Time Lords got their non-interference rule from. Because somehow, whatever they'd done in palling up with the minions and giving them this technology and whatever had buggered it all up. But that wasn't sufficiently explained either. No. Okay. Then. Speaking of the horns of Nymon, I'm I'm interested that that's that the fact that it was Theseus and the Minotaur is what you had to say that was bad about it. Did you not notice the the man? I forget his name. Sordid. Soldy. Soldy. What? what Nymon. Yeah. Lord Nymon. One of these corridors going. Lord Nymon. Now I watched this, kind of deliberately assuming that Lord Nymon was the name of his cat. <laughs> Lord Nymon. Din din. Now. I'm afraid, um, was it Gordon Crowley? Was it? Yeah, Gordon was, Crowley. Yeah. Was merely one of the many excellent actors who unfortunately decided to use Doctor Who as their opportunity for pure ham. <laughs> I cite you, Paul Darrow. <laughs> Normally trustworthy, however, time lash. I cite you, Colin Baker. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you can't. No. Actually, no, he was worse than Blake Seven. Yeah, the um, lever and Blake Seven, so... <laughs> I definitely cite um, Richard Bryars as the caretaker. But, yeah, but then you, you inspect everyone in that season is playing it up, you know, it is... Oh, I don't know, the, the next guy down from him with the rule book, mm. I liked. But then you can either take that character uh, from Paradise Towers, yeah? Mm. Either you can take him as a real evil bad guy or you can play him hammed up I don't think there's any middle ground with that character 
And yeah, I think he was meant to be just playing him as the idiot. That's all he was. And, maneuver, and unfortunately, Richard Pryor's only has so many levels of idiocy in his character, and it's either over the top <laughs> or down low. But this is someone who who can do Shakespeare. I mean, who? Can Richard Pryor's? Yeah. No, he can't. I I saw him as Prospero <laughs> in The Tempest, and he was dire. Okay, fair enough. But um, they keep giving him jobs. <laughs> That's because he did rhubarb and custard. <laughs> I won't have a bad word said about rhubarb and custard. No. It's Ormond cheap kicks its ass, mate. No, no Hell no. <laughs> okay. I like, I like Paradise Towers. I like Paradise I like, Towers. I will watch again. Yes, yeah, build high for Only happiness. I've got it. Yeah. Red Kang's the best. All the slang. I love the slang. Yeah. I can live with Paradise Towers, but my pick for worst episode has to be. The Happiness Patrol. No! That just hurts when I say it. Shame. It's so awful. And the worst bit in it is the forced guns are bad speech. Oh, yeah, no, I do hate that bit. But I hate it when he goes off about guns being bad and then, like, because we know he's a two faced so and so anyway. I think you're right, we maintain. Guns are bad because if you've got the gun, the camera's on you and not on me. (laughs) (laughs) Is that from the Tom Baker era? Yeah. That's where you get went. Guns are bad because they solve things quickly, and I've still got 40 minutes of episode to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Guns are bad because we're on about half past five on Saturday night on BBC One. They would never use them. (laughs) I want to know who the little little terror Ulfin people were. You know, the little guys who were like the little Japanese. Thingies. They were what? You know, we're still talking. Happiness, happiness. Pipe people. They were the sugar people. They lived off the sugar in the pipes. Yeah, shouldn't they have been a bit more hyper? Yeah. Exactly. If all you had to eat was sugar, you'd have been a bit more energetic, wouldn't you? I. It always upset me when Fifi dies and Helena cries. Now, for a glove puppet, Fifi was actually quite good. Yeah. Mm. I used to want a Fifi. Yeah. I remember having a little dinosaur. It was like a fake cartoony type dinosaur in a plastic thing and I only liked it because it looked like Fifi and I used to play with it if they brought it, out Fifi as a, as a toy it would have sold oh definitely I don't know definitely oh yeah they are called pipe people that's not very fair since they're like the indigenous population they should have a name not <laughs> just the pipe people what is, is this a bit like nice. Indians do you think yeah <laughs> the people formerly known as surface people yeah apparently <laughs> What was up with the Bertie Bassett? Oh. I think that was a promotional idea that never went anywhere, really. I think it was also probably a misunderstanding somewhere in the design. I, I don't think the original actually described it that much. No, it was meant to be a giant Mars bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, curly whirly, surely. Oh, that would be good. But then, how do you make a person out of sweets without people saying, oh, it looks like Bertie Bassett? Yeah. I mean, I know that really does look well, like Bertie Well, it's Bassett. exactly the same. But it's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man really the Michelin Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how did they think they weren't going to end up in a showdown with the company that made the sweets? <laughs> was there a problem, was there? There was. <laughs> quite <laughs> a problem for yeah, a while. Yeah, the plan was they wanted to do a promotional deal with them. But the thing is, they forgot to ask them first. And it was a case of, no, I think it was um, John Lee's return had a load of sketches shoved in front of him, and for a joke, someone did Bassett, and he went, "Yeah, I'll have that then. We could do a promotion." He just forgot to actually ask the Bassett people. Is this all speculation? No, it's pretty much true. 
as long as we don't get sued. No, no, fine. it is pretty much true. Allegedly. Allegedly. Just say allegedly, you'll word. be fine. How do you win a lawsuit though against Sony's use your image? Because technically that episode is then advertising your product. So what, yeah, what but as a bad it? guy, and our yeah, sweets are lovely and good. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the thing. When you're when your nice advertising mascot then goes around killing people, <laughs> technically a hitch. Though I did like attacking it with soda siphons mm, that was and a hot poker. Because the doctor never uses violence, no, except to things that aren't human. That's right, it's a robot. It doesn't. No, he even uses uses violence against humans. The Romans. Well, it's a completely different podcast. And he's giggling when he does it. And the um, very first, the tribe of gum. He was going to whack somebody over the head with a stone. (laughs) Very pacifist. Mm. Yes, definitely. Very pacifist. Oh, I've I have overlooked the noble art of fisticuffs. What? (laughs) Well, how much ass did John Pertwee kick? <laughs> <laughs> but then that's Aikido, so... Venusian Aikido. Where does Venusian Aikido come from? Because there's no... Nobody on there. This is the Venus. thing. Presumably, there's ve- presumably Venus, but how exactly do you get people from Venus, considering amongst Venus's many flaws include an average global temperature of several hundred degrees, uh, the atmospheric pressure sufficient to crush a car, it rains concentrated sulfuric acid. What the hell are people doing on yeah. Venus? Well, you are listening gonna... to The Sky at Night with Patrick Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then you get into where are the ice warriors from? Because it better not be Mars. <laughs> <laughs> but in the Caesar Doom it says Mars is a cold world. It is a cold world. Well, but it's yeah. a bit of Very yeah. cold indeed. Yeah. How can the ice warriors if there's no water? There is water on Mars. Is there? Yeah. And most of it is frozen as ice. Fair enough. <laughs> but whenever well, we see them in episodes, they're not wearing considerable breathing gear because they're so accustomed to the Martian atmosphere. <laughs> Minor technical Well, technically, aren't those suits they're wearing supposed to be battle armour? So it could be... Pi- they could have pipes behind Oh, there, there's another good one. How many of the alien species we've seen in Doctor Who are naked? Sea devils, Silurians. <laughs> no, sea devils. No, no, sea devils have string vests. Oh right. Yeah. It's going to be the ones like on um, the one with the the butterflies and stuff. The Minoc. Oh, oh the Minoc- web Minoc- planet. Yes. Oh, the web They're planet. Naked, aren't they? The Slivina. Yes. Oh yes. And take great delight in running around naked, having taken the, the skin suits off. That's true. <laughs> Incidentally, the web planet counts as my contribution to worst episode. Oh. There is nothing good to say about it. Not even Martin Jarvis? No. Aww. <laughs> Let's see. Things wrong with the web planet. One, does it, within ten minutes I was doubting the Doctor's sanity as he wanders around muttering and giggling to himself. There's no... It's, did someone at least think to clean the footage before they released it on DVD no it was meant to be that's meant to be a lens smear on the camera to make it look like an alien landscape Vaseline Vaseline <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you're talking about like the reflection on the camera lens yeah. the fact that it looks like someone ha- was was cut that whoever was cutting the, the frames had just had jam sandwiches yeah it's meant to look like a moonal landscape and that's what the reflection is yeah oh dear yeah and um, oh and um, you know those fancy dress costumes where you're supposed to be riding an ostrich or something? So you, so it, the ostrich's legs are your legs, and then you've got your own legs, are the, like these toy legs that go over it, and then you're sort of piloting the head of the, the ostrich. Mm-hmm. 
that's what the Zabi are, if in effect. It's just a bloke with an ant costume on top of him, and he's running around on his own two legs. It looks completely silly. Yes, but it is probably the only story to have no humanoids in it, which at least was adventurous mm. of them. Well, the Altra are hu- mostly humanoid. They just got in a buggy well, way. I don't think they're supposed they're not to mammals. be though. And they're supposed to fly, aren't they? I yeah. think if they'd had they the opportunity fly. now, they would have. They would have been a lot more fly around yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Well, they do fly. Maybe that's why they put bit. the Vaseline over the lens just to hide the awful costumes. Yes. And another thing about the, the Minoptera, there's a woman listed in the credits as some sort of insect movement specialist. So, so that all the insects look like they move like human, like insects rather than humans in costumes. But how on earth did this translate to whenever the Minoptera speak are speaking, they just put their hands up and wave them around like they're doing some sort of really bad interpretive dance. Well, it was the 60s, they probably were doing that. <laughs> 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 Maybe something. And as for the Optera, there is nothing of any value to, se- to be said about them. They walk around and then they jump, and then they shuffle a bit, and then they jump, and then they shuffle a bit, and then they jump. And the way they speak, and the way they look, it's, oh, it's just, it's just what? awful. You mean you didn't experience a short, the f- I can't even say the word. You didn't experience the full dramatic tension with what water? <laughs> oh, we will consult the chasm of light, I and know. if you come from above, you will die. I know. <laughs> it's oh, it's it's just awful. There is nothing good to say about the web planet. It ends. So we won't say it. <laughs> no, there's, uh, I'm desperately clawing for something nice okay. to say about it. There's not even horrible people dying. Or something. It's got Vicky in it. And? Oh yeah, that one. Your point with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you... It's, Vicky's the one that they pick up in the rescue. Mm. And she's quite annoying. But she's quite cute. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, do you know, I've gone off topic yet. Um, I was Going off topic. Going off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Watching uh, John from Crete the other night, I was I actually flicked through on then <coughs> on um, UK Go. There was a John from Crete episode, and there she was, Vicky. Oh, right. It, which one? Do you know the one? All I can oh, I remember from, from the synthesis, it's something about an actor's been found dead in a bunker. Yeah, episode two or three of series one. Uh, there's an old woman <laughs> with grey hair. There's an old woman with short grey hair. Yeah. That's Vicky. Really. Yeah. Is this the episode? Marino Bride. Is this, is this the episode where she's supposedly abducted by the man in the skeleton suit? No. The no. one with the bloke in the bunker is he's um, he's an old comedian who hasn't got it anymore. And the beginning of the episode starts with him unpeeling a banana. It's an advert for bananas. Yes, and it's someone else's hands. They're actually ah. peeling the banana. Oh yes, I remember the, what, that one. Yes, well, it's an old yeah. World War One bunker. I can find it if you want me to. Then we can do a podcast on that. Oh yeah, and the, and, and One the, man the trick to how he got to how Murderer gets out of the bunker is he didn't. Yes, that's very right. true. Right. It Just was a spoiler aunt. if you've never watched that episode before. <laughs> <laughs> Which I haven't. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Too late. <laughs> That's one thing we do have to say. We will be spoiling everything Doctor Who, Torchwood, Sarah Jane, yeah, anything like that. You know, wasn't Matt Smith's first it. season rubbish? Now, now, give him a chance. <laughs> but then, but then, if people are listening to this in a couple of years' time, they that won't be, be funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
it. Did they cancel it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> For the record, this Why? is July 2009. He hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> we don't know. You're not listening to a podcast from the future. <laughs> Where we all speak chubbies. <laughs> what? It's a, it's a Monty Python. It's a Mighty Boosh thing. Okay, then Gemma, what's yours? Oh, I think you know. Time and the fucking Rani. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I made you watch what that one. What a load of absolute toss. I can remember really it being really shit. good, though. Maybe that's just like, edit out all the bits in between. What? <laughs> oh, come on. Kate Mara's Bonnie Langford impression was brilliant. Even that. Bonnie Langford doesn't... doing Bonnie Langford impression. I watched it and I was so bored that we got to the end I couldn't tell you what had happened I had so you had to explain you. it to me at the end and the plot was so boring that even after I'd watched it and you'd explained it to me I still don't know what's happened because it was that awful if Bonnie you... Langford screams and then Kate O'Mara starts screaming because she's pretending to be Bonnie Langford but and Jesus Christ the why? Best bit, the best bit is the end of is it episode 2? Where Bonnie Lang- Langford's inside ball and it's gonna crash and, and you be destroyed. For and for a split second, there's always that hope that this time I'll watch it. Please, God, this time she's going to die. It's the same really. Doctor Who was a bit early because they could have just said in that episode, and if you want Mel to die, if you want to wait someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a bit better. Oh my God. Uh, I haven't seen Time of the Rani, Don't. but I have seen The Mark of the Rani. The oh, the yes. the thing. Every time some the Rani that has this thing where she can kill people and this big red spot appears on their neck, and every time somebody dies, the master goes up and looks at the red spot and goes, oh, "The mark of the Rani." If she had killed the entire village, he would have gone to every single corpse and gone, oh, "The mark of the Rani." <laughs> waddle, waddle, waddle over to the next one. The mark of the Rani. Waddle, waddle, waddle. The mark of the Rani. Shut up! We know the title. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's oh. what I hate. When people fit the title into the thing. Oh. Hello, uh. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if it isn't an obvious crowbarring in of the yes, title. Oh, it drives me around the bend. And you can because it just you're watching it quite nicely and you know what the episode's called and you don't you know you're not really thinking about it you're watching it and you're getting into it and you're like bumble 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 off it goes and then suddenly it'll go boom and, the, and then you'll be like oh that's the episode title and it'll just take I don't know it just takes my I, I was watching this film a while ago that did exactly the same thing in fact this entire Op- this entire, the opening of the film they just mentioned the name of the film over and over and over again and I, I got it it's called the sound of music <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to make a bad joke about Doctor Who the movie that no. they always keep running. I'm trying to think of other episodes and, and the other bit that gets me in episodes is when they crowbar in the I'm the Doctor Doctor Who oh, oh stop it there's really no need yes. no need at all God, it drives me around especially since way. wouldn't it be Better to say Doctor What. Yeah, Doctor What. And I don't go when Doctor he says, Whom. No, I'm the Doctor. Why don't they say, Can I call you the? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your first name? The. I'm doing that in a script actually, where there's a man called Mr. Frost, and someone is going to ask him, What's your first name, Mr. <laughs> yeah, our teachers always used to do that at school. Did they? Sir, what's your first name? <laughs> I'm so funny. I've told that to every class, new audience every year. 
Mind you, going back to Time and the Rani for a minute. Oh. I did like no. the. I, I did like the. Leave the girl. It's the man I want. <laughs> beautiful line. Leave the girl. She so what do we reckon triggers the Doctor's regeneration then? As soon as we're talking about it, is it carrot juice? Is it the fact he fell off the exercise bike? Yeah, I, I reckon. It doesn't the Rani hit the TARDIS with a weapon of some sort? But how come to make it the crash? Doctor dies and Mel? I think lives. it was a particularly. Yeah. I think it was a particularly nasty paper cut. Yeah. Those can be buggers. He was probably throwing himself off the exercise bike, trying to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> just because he couldn't see no, a way out. Uh, he's just he's just committing suicide because <laughs> that'll face another day with Mel. Yeah. Just oh, something. six more left to go after this. Yeah. <laughs> so at least if he regenerates, he'll be in that couple of days where he's just completely spaced out and he won't really realise what's happening. Yeah, I don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. It's lovely. <laughs> Okay, we'd like to thank you to listen to One Man and His Tardis. I'm Bart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that, but I'm Gemma. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not listening. And I was Christopher Nichols. And I'm Tardis. Welcome.